This weekend, this weekend, two men, one workout, one winner. Let's play Beat, Beat the, the trainer. trainer. Beat the Trainer is a head-to-head fitness competition between Ernest and you, the Insiders, versus Wayne, the Trainer. Remember, this competition is modified and scaled to create an equal playing field. So who will win? Can Ernest beat the Trainer? Can you beat the Trainer? Find out this weekend. Stay connected on social media for more. Uh, uh. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey man, I, I've been waiting for this. I've waited for this opportunity. <laughs> I've waited for it. Oh man, this should be fun. This should be fun. So not only is this something that you know between me and you, we can get a little mm. interactive with this. So as stated, the insiders are in on this, meaning that once the workout is released, we expect you guys to give it a try. Uh, put forth your best effort. Send us your time. Uh, post yourself doing the workout or after the workout and uh, see see what type of results you get. So uh, this should be fun. It'll uh, be we'll, a good time. It'll be a good time. We'll announce exactly what the workout is a Friday, and then we are going to get to it uh, this Saturday or Sunday. We'll take a look at the weather, but uh, it won't matter. It won't matter what day it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, rain or shine, baby, be there. Be there or be square. <laughs> Make sure when you post your videos, you tag stronger at Stronger Inside Podcast. There we go. Yeah, so this should be fun. And this contest is contingent on getting 100 followers. Ooh. We need 100 to get this done. We need we, 100. We need, we need 100 to get this done. So we almost there. Uh, if you're not following and you're just listening then just follow, just push the button. Uh, And this is something that we're going to, depending on the results, keep going, uh, maybe bi-weekly or something like that. But this will be a good way to keep us going. Uh, There's a phrase I have, prespire to inspire. So uh, we have have, uh, Ernest. He's chasing his goals. And I have the motivation behind me to not get beat. So <laughs> it, yeah. it's not just by him, but but it's by any listeners out there. So uh it's me versus Ernest, me versus the insiders, and me versus myself. And Ernest versus the insiders. So we we'll we'll take a look and see uh where where we'll see who ranks where. Right. Definitely, definitely. And if you're a listener and your friends aren't listeners, but you know they are active and they like to get out and work out. Have them compete too. Have them try it out also, and uh, make sure they follow and listen to the podcast as well. There we have it. So let's get back to the podcast. Who? You're now listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast, where we break down all things regarding health, fitness, and wellness to help you improve your mind, body, and environment. And now your host, Wayne, a.k.a. Workout with Wayne and Ernest, a.k.a. Mr. 100 Pounds Down. What's up, man? We're back for another episode. Yes, sir. How's it going? How's it going? Man, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Still in quarantine, so still working out, running a little bit more now, but uh, but doing well, doing well. 
Good. Yeah, we've been seeing you making progress. A lot of people are behind you and showing a lot of support, you know, after kind of getting that, that message out there that you've dropped 100 pounds and maybe kind of them seeing the pictures and maybe even some of the workout things you've posted. Uh, you might even even inspire some others through this. Hey, yeah, man, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. I, I Like I said, uh, I appreciate all the support. Appreciate you for, you know, that, that initial push. You know, my wife, my family. By the grace of God, man, I'm, I'm able to continue to uh, move forward and uh, do great things. So it's beautiful. Good, 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 good. That's what we good. like to see. That's what we like sure. to see. Hopefully more people are going to get on board with their own personal journeys. And uh, the more podcasts they listen to, maybe they'll be able to continue or start or just overall just kind of be more positive about health and fitness. Absolutely. All right. So let's get into our topic today. Uh, Ooh. What you got? What you got? What, you, what we going to talk about? Frenemies. How many of us have them? <laughs> Frenemies, frenemies. Yeah. yeah. So what is the definition of a frenemy? Um, I actually looked it up. And believe it or not, I guess this is a real word now. You know, I didn't think it was a real word. I guess there's actual definition for it. Um, it's a Scrabble word. And it was, uh, yeah, it's a person with whom one is friendly, despite a fundamental dislike or rivalry. Uh, I, I like that definition. Um, but my, my more personal definition is going to be a close person or person in your circle that intentionally or unintentionally stops your success. I guess there's two types of frenemies. That first definition, I believe to be more of a, a lighter uh, influenced, maybe somebody who can't really, really stop you. Like you said, they, they have a dislike or rivalry that really can't affects you if you're if you're really focused but my definition when that person is in your circle i mean they they actually have some influence on whether or not you reach your goals or how or if they can even make that journey just more difficult yeah you do you got anything you want to add on the definition of that so um i think as far as someone who you know purposely causes those hurdles or increases the, the height of those hurdles for you when you're trying to overcome. Um, also someone who, you know, doesn't, doesn't give you that, those motivating words, you know, maybe they're not actively uh, stepping in your way, but even passively, you know, when okay. there's things that you want to do and they all, they're, they're not, they're not motivating you to push forward and push through. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of put, put two categories with this, with this mm -hmm. word, and we'll kind of go further into that. Um, I know the word is friend of me, friend of me, <laughs> but uh, actually family can be included. A mm. couple examples, um, whether it be sibling rivalries or you might be an adult that lives at home or your parents may live with you, whatever the mixed living situation may be. Um, that could be a factor. Grandparents, you know, they they love and they love sometimes to your to the detriment of your health and fitness goals. Mm -hmm. You know, big mama and abuela, they they <laughs> they out there making you get a, get thirds and you know seconds yeah. thirds take right, home right. this cake and yeah. uh, you know you don't want to say no to them because that they they cook with love and they want to show their appreciation for you maybe in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe we'll we'll discuss some strategies with that spouses you could be sleeping with the enemy <laughs> definitely definitely I, I when i 
when we were going through this, uh, I felt like I might have fell into this category even, you know, back before I started. You know, I, I think I was a, a friend of me to, oh, to my wife as, as, she went through, <laughs> as she was going through her thing before I decided to take that journey with her or whatever. I think, you know, when I was bringing in those Doritos and bringing in those other things where she was trying to watch what she was eating, I was not being the the best friend to her. As a, as a matter of fact, I was being a friend of me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, so but either. but those things can be reversed. Correct, correct. Um, then also we got coworkers. Uh, you could probably relate to this a little bit more than me. I've kind of been outside of that mm-hmm. office environment for a mm-hmm. for a while now, and even when I was even at a gym environment, you know, the big box gym, everybody was more so a uh, health fitness minded and still kind of coming and going at their own schedule. So that was never really a, a big uh, influence on me, but. Yeah, your coworkers. These are people, I mean, sometimes depending on how much you work, this is your second family. Yeah. And you, you really get to know these people and they have an influence in your, your life. So these people can be uh, those frenemies as well. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Jim brought in donuts today, guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. we got some some coffee and some creamer in the back. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that peer pressure that is negative mm-hmm. and, you know, once when you when you decide to do something different, you start to stand out from that, and uh, they not they don't necessarily like to see that. So, how about this? How do you identify those people? Um, if somebody's like, you know what, I don't have any frenemies, or they're they're saying I I might not have any frenemies, or somebody might be one possibly. What? How can I really identify them and single them out uh, so you got to check what they're what they're saying so how do they communicate with you um verbally and non-verbally when you say something about your health and fitness journey whether it's be going to the gym or a new workout you've you've tried or food that you're you're um incorporating into your diet how are they reacting to that is it a positive reaction is it a negative reaction is it you know are they saying oh you eat you eat that or why don't you why don't we go to the club? Why don't we go to, you know, Popeye's instead of some other uh, Panera bread or some salad place or something, whatever. I don't know. But so when, uh, when they are adverse to your healthy choices uh, and not supportive of your healthy choices um, in your health, in your health conscious lifestyle, some of those things could be uh, indicators. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you said, um, see how they communicate with you with, what I would call negative talk, uh, negative talk to where they are, uh, you bring up something that is going well for you or something that you're trying or your excitement for something new and they don't match that same energy. Uh, they may have a negative spin on it, whether they are a, a pessimist or you know, glass half uh, empty, not <laughs> glass half empty type of person. And uh, they are... They're, they're just not there with you. Um, and then even just kind of their body language, the energy that they bring, maybe they change the subject. And another one to look out for is just silence. When you bring up something and, and it's the crickets, right. and you're like, damn, did you hear me? Did you, did you just hear what I said? And they have no, nothing to give to you. That is, that is another indicator that this person could be uh, a friend of me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and again, this could be family, coworker, neighbor, spouse, uh, really just take a look. And, and we're going to talk about how to navigate to these people. It's, it's not necessarily to, uh, 
you know, you, you don't got to excommunicate yourself, never speak to these people again. But um, this is just something to keep in mind so that you can be more mindful of what's going on in your environment. And that way you can navigate your journey and really get to, get to your goals efficiently without, without being pulled. Without, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is you don't want to go into this journey blindfolded. So if you're going through this journey and you know what to expect and you know what to expect from another person and you can identify what type of person they are, then they're less likely to have an influence on you. So now you are more prepared mentally and emotionally to get to where you need to get to when you can identify these people. All right. All right. Um, I think, I think that was said very well, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It took me a while to get there, but all right. right. So we, we talked about identify them. So what are they doing? What, what are these frenemies doing? Um, let's 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 start further away and then we'll work closer to our circles and home what are these co-workers these frenemy co-workers what are they doing in the workplace so the frenemy co-workers what they would do would be bringing in outside uh cakes and treats and cookies and things like that look i made these uh chocolate chip cookies at home or i made this pound cake or Hey, I stopped by the Dunkin' Donuts and I brought some donuts in and we have coffee and donuts and all these things like that. So they're bringing in a lot of sweets and sugars and stuff into the office where it's, you know, you purposely, you pass by these places all the time on your way to your office and you purposefully avoided them. And now they're still being put into your face. And so, you know, there's still a decision you have to make, but although they know what you're doing and they see the progress that you're making because it shows externally, um, and through how you speak, they still bring these things and kind of put them into uh, into your face. With, with that type of person that you're you're identifying right there, I would put them in the unintentional frenemy category. So I would put I would make two categories of these people based upon the definitions that we started with. The dictionary definition of it um, could be somebody who's more unintentional. And then my definition, I'm more focused on the intentional frenemy. Um, so for somebody to bring those things into the workplace and things like that, there it could be unintentional. I really don't think uh, Jim is leaving his house going, <laughs> going like, man, I'm going to stop by Dunkin' Donuts and really throw Ernest off his journey today. I don't think that's happening, right? And you don't think so either. You know? right, right, okay, nah. Jim, Jim has better things to do. Right. He's not diabolical. Absolutely. Uh, he could be, though. We got to keep an eye on Jim. <laughs> uh, but with that, the, the unintentional person means that they are just uneducated. They, they are not, they don't have the same journey as you. And they can be completely uneducated in the world of health, fitness, or whatever other goals that you may be uh, pursuing. So... That means they're just not interested in the same goals as you. So while they are affecting your environment, they just have no intention to harm you, but they are. So they're, they're just kind of that unintentional person, uh, almost kind of like a, if we were to look at the law, they would be guilty of manslaughter. Mm. They, they wouldn't be a murderer, per se. Okay. Um, and just to touch on a, a phrase I use a lot, especially with my clients, they've heard me say this. And we'll get into this maybe in a later episode. When it comes to building habits or having accountability, there's only two categories. You're either uneducated or you're unwilling. That's it. You're saying everything can go in one of those, each of those buckets. Yes. If you are uneducated, 
uh, let's use, for example, nutrition. There's people who have no idea that the, the damage that, you know, fried foods and processed foods that are really doing on their body, they, they kind of know right from wrong, but they really don't know the ramifications of their actions, right? And we talked about that in our America episode of, you know, those certain states and regions of our country that they just have no idea for the most part, because that kind of explains those statistics. Right. So what happens when that person gets educated? What happens when that person, I don't want to pick on a certain place, but you know, we, maybe we got an Alabama listener <laughs> and they listen to a couple podcasts and they realize and they go, man, they did some self-research and now they realize what they're doing. So now they have been kind of taken out the matrix, right? Mm-hmm. So that person has a choice now. They can't plead ignorance, right? So now they have a choice. They have to either improve themselves, improve their habits, or don't and continue doing what they're doing. But if they continue what they're doing, then they're unwilling. Right. And it's a process. I get that. But for the most part, if you don't make a change, you're unwilling to make the change. So it's not that you don't know any better. It's just you don't want to do better right now. Right. And that, that's where those unintentional frenemies are. They are the... Uh, they're uneducated or unwilling to where they, I don't want to lose weight. I don't want to stop smoking. I don't want to uh, get to bed earlier, whatever it may be. Uh, they're stopping you, but it's not because they are uh, intentionally doing it. So uh, Jim, uh, we don't want to be too hard on you. We know you like donuts and you just want to share the love of donuts. <laughs> and a lot of times these people, uh, what I've seen, they make these things themselves, right? They like to cook right. and they bring, they bring exactly. things in for you. And, you know, they, they make you feel bad if you don't get them, right? If you don't take a piece. Right. Oh, look what I made. My, my husband loved these or my kids. These are my, my uh, all-time favorites. Man, where, where do you work? <laughs> hey, listen, man, I work. You work with Paula Dean. <laughs> it's a it's a very uh, eclectic environment. Oh man, yeah, man. So I got a little bit of everybody over. Is that a Sandy Squirrel from SpongeBob? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man, I, I, I do voices. I do. Oh voices. man, yeah, but that that that's what happens. Those people are. <laughs> Uh, influencing your ecosystem they're bringing these things into your environment and it's more so they think they're being nice or they're just trying to they want six donuts today they're like hell i might as well share it so i don't feel as bad (laughs) 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 if we want to be serious no 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 yeah definitely definitely. yeah um okay there is a there's there's ultimately a balance, you know, as we talked about it before, there's not going to be a a point in your life where you're not going to eat some of these things that people are going to put into your face. Right. But there's a a level of balance where it happens on multiple occasions within a week or within a two week period where it's like, you have to draw a line and you have to, right. Where it becomes too much. And so we're not saying never touch a donut again in your life because you're never going to reach your goals. No. We're not saying that, but we have to uh, understand what's going on and make ourselves stronger so we can resist the constant uh, yeah. um, barrage. So, so kind of uh, what these people do, like you said, they, they bring in foods. That would be a way of they, they affect your environment. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy we talked about, they bring you down. Um, you could be bringing in your own food, and then they may have comments on what you're eating for lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you know that old phrase, 
but what I eat don't make you yeah, like, right. it's like mind your business. If I'm, right. if I'm choosing to eat a salad or asparagus or just mm. something that you're not eating today and you don't have anything great to say about, you know, it's awesome when somebody goes, hey, that looks good. Or what'd you make? Or, that smells good. Mm-hmm. But that's completely different than why, why are you eating that? Or, oh, uh, what's that smell? healthy food again, you know, <laughs> or something like that as they, you know, eat their submarine sandwich and chips or whatever they may be eating. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, so then they are making it a thing, which mm-hmm. could, depending on who you are, uh, bring your energy down and, you know, maybe, maybe even make you want to go eat in your car, make you want to go eat in the break room or away from these people so that you have to avoid um, these, these conversations mm-hmm. because everybody's different, you know, and maybe that could affect somebody. So uh, those people bringing you down could make you not even feel comfortable practicing healthy habits in front of these people. Um, another way they can sabotage your goals would be time. They don't, they're not respectful of your time. And that could be maybe even more close to home, maybe uh, uh, somebody in your, in your home um, to where you've said, these are the things I need to accomplish today or this week, or, you know, I've allotted this time for this, uh, whether it be working out or meal prepping or something like that. And then this person acts as if those, those times aren't set. And they plan other things at those times or they do uh, unhelpful things at those times, you know, hey, can you watch the kids? But I just said I have to work out at 630. Why are you planning something around my time? You know, they're not being respectful of your time. Mm -hmm. And we're busy people. Say you only have an hour four times a week. So now you have to either miss a workout or meal prep or whatever it is. Um. Well, it could be even something as uh, mindful or something like maybe you just want to start reading 15 pages a day. Right. And if that person's not respectful of your time, and that could be maybe, who knows, a mother-in-law who's helping, who lives close or lives with you and babysitting, whatever it could be, that, that arrangement, or excuse me, that relationship. If that person's not respectful of your time, then you're not going to be able to get these things done consistently either. When, when you said that you were possibly a frenemy, um, were any of these things you were guilty of? You know, there's so, a statute of limitations, so, you know, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, if you're listening, baby, I apologize. <laughs> um, so I would say I was a frenemy when it came to bringing in, bringing in outside food that wasn't healthy, right? Um, I was a frenemy when it came to you know, she was tired and she didn't want to cook. So instead of me cooking, I said, well, let's just order something. I was a friend of me when, when it came to making, like making those body language gestures, when it came to, you know, her trying something different or trying some type of, uh, uh, some type of healthy uh, food choice or something like that. When I was, I wasn't feeling it or it didn't look appealing to me, didn't taste the right way or didn't look the right way or didn't smell the right way. Yeah. I often, found myself when she wanted to work out, I didn't have a problem having my son and being with my son during that time. So I think her exercising was never an issue. But uh, as we learned, um, our calorie intake is probably our biggest stumbling block on this whole process. So yeah, when it came to, you know, eating and things like that, I wasn't, I wasn't doing, I wasn't the best friend to her. Okay. 
Okay. Um, Back that's then. big. That's, that's, a, that, that's huge to admit that. A lot of people won't do that. A lot of people won't admit that they were that type of person. Some, maybe, maybe even uh, if you're listening and you're having some relationship dynamics or clashing, uh, going back and saying, hey, I'm sorry for that. Or that was something that we went through and I, I, I should have supported you better. And I'm glad we're in a better place now, but I would like to kind of apologize for that. And that might even strengthen your relationship. So if you have been a friend of me in the past, maybe uh, go back and apologize. Be a, be a big person, you know? Yeah. All right. So uh, another thing people are doing when they sabotage your goals, false support, meaning that they either start with good intentions, saying that they will do something with you. You've, you've had probably these office challenges and coworkers, they start something and then by, if it's a three weeks or four weeks or whatever, by the second week they've fallen off. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's fake support because if you were 100% serious and you were ready to ride this thing all the way through and then by week two, your, your good friend that's a coworker has fallen off and quit on you, now you're mm-hmm. all alone. And it's basically you and the challenge, which is, which is fine. That, that, that's a test to how much you really want to do something. But sometimes it's better off if a person is not serious about something, just, just say, I'm not serious. Just say, Hey, you go ahead and do that. I'm going to cheer for you on the sidelines. You go kill it. But I'm, I'm not in a place to do a step challenge or a sugar, no sugar challenge or whatever, because all you're doing is setting somebody up for disappointment within you. And then that could even damage the relationship a little bit. Right. Absolutely. Especially like you said with that, uh, like the no sugar challenge or something, uh, something like that. So if we're deciding to do a no sugar challenge for a month and we're going to cut out sugar for 30 days and I come into work, and you're drinking your macchiato or something like that. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? Oh, yeah, I decided I decided I couldn't do that no more. But yeah. that's, the, that's the day where I'm struggling the worst, right? I'm, I'm hitting the wall myself. Yeah. And that's when I, I, I was hoping to come in and see you and you say, oh, man, no, we got this. Let's go get some water. Let's go get some, yeah. you know, something else. Let's, let's do this together. But you broke down, so I guess I can break down, too. I can, yeah. you know, I can fall back to that, that baseline. I can go back and get that sugar and then maybe we'll start again in the next month, you know? Yeah. And yeah. It's just, it's just a vicious cycle. And that's why it, uh, maybe another topic, another episode will be um, just the company you keep. That's really going to, well, they say that you're the, you're the, the sum or the average of the five people around you mm-hmm. pretty much. So if you have a bunch of, I don't want to call them weak people, but maybe people who are struggling with certain things mm-hmm. or you know, people who start things and quit a lot. Um, people that could be frenemies. If that's your complete, if, if you could put, if that's your whole circle, then you're probably not going to be that successful. Mm-hmm. And you probably need to maybe start looking around and saying, how can I get around some more like-minded people so that I can just make my journey and my day-to-day easier? Right. Because you don't want to, you don't want to fight every day. It's like all my life I had to fight. Like you, you don't want you don't want to do that. No, nah. <laughs> if you don't have to, you know, you want to make things a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You don't want to deal with a bunch of harpos all the time. No, 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 no. That is, <laughs> life can be easier with the 
company that you choose to keep. Mm -hmm. But if you choose to stay within that, that environment, then hey, maybe you're, you deserve it. So negative talk. Um, some of the things they say, maybe they are joking about it. Uh, you you kind of mentioned some of those things of, uh, oh, you're eating that. Um, some of these people may uh, they'll, they'll use sarcasm mm -hmm. um, or even they'll say, you don't need to. Imagine mm. this, Ernest, uh, you've, you've made a huge transformation, right? Mm, yeah. And this possibly could happen to you soon. Somebody might come up to you and be like, well, you're, you're done now, or you don't need to lose no more weight, or you, what, what, you, what you working so hard for, you're good. Uh, people, they'll, they'll say that to fit people in the gym or whatever, walk up to them, hey, man, you're done here. You, you've had a, you know, what are you doing? You don't need to do any more. Your muscles and, don't need muscles. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, hey, you're... You, you, you don't need to see that. And you'll see that a lot um, more so probably um, with women that speak to other women and they'll say, oh, well, you're skinny, you're thin, or you're, you know, you don't need to lose anymore. And they just kind of use these words that none of those words have anything to do with fitness. Mm -hmm. None of those words have anything to do with health. Skinny and thin have nothing to do with fit or health. Mm. When I hear skinny, I think of uh, olive oil, Popeye. I think of a person who is not strong. I think of a person who's not healthy. So that's not, that shouldn't be your goal. Your goal should be to be the most fit, healthy version of yourself, which would uh, result in you being lean. And there's a difference between somebody being lean and fit than a person being skinny and thin. And if, you, if we can change the way we talk to each other, because those words really mean a lot. If we change the way we talk to each other, then maybe we'll start to view each other differently and view ourselves differently and maybe not chase certain things, uh, kind of like the thin and the skinny. Because if you can't, if you can't do anything, does it matter? Right. No, <laughs> if, you, if, you can't, if you can't do a squat, if you can't carry your groceries in the house, it doesn't matter if you wear a size zero or whatever it is. It's not going to be a fun uh, existence for you. So, yeah, so for me, I've, I've heard the... You, man, you, you, you're wasting away or yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, I'm far from wasting away. My guy. <laughs> uh, you disappear, but, Ernest, where yeah, you going, man? Exactly. Oh yeah. It was like, uh, um, or you get the, well, when, when are you going to stop or, uh, how, um, or you, or you do get the people that say, well, how have you, how have you lost this weight? And then you go into the telling them what you've been doing and it's like, oh, Okay. It gets quiet. Yeah, I told quiet. you that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, and you probably didn't believe me at first. No. Because so, it sounds crazy, but I told you, when you tell the average person how, you're, how you've accomplished what you've accomplished, which, they will which, not be excited. Yeah, what, what, how I accomplished it was, you know, uh, making better food choices and working out more consistently. Well, working out at all and then being, <laughs> and then being consistent with it. And yeah. that isn't that isn't a sexy story. No, it's, so that, it's, there's no magic product. There's no magic uh, system or and really what it does, it tells them that they can do it, too. Mm. And when somebody says you can do it, too, it's like, well, I don't, I don't want to believe that because now that means I should be doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for somebody to. You know, what are some of the things you've heard when, when, you, when you've told them pretty much the lifestyle changes that you've made? It, it, like, it just gets quiet. They, there's not really, <laughs> it's, it either gets quiet or it's like, uh, oh, 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 okay. Well, that's good. 
<laughs> but they, but in, in a, it's it's and it's it's not people that are already fit, and they're like, oh, yeah. I'm glad that you're doing this. Whatever you've been doing, that's awesome for you. And yep. then, but what I'm good because I'm doing my own thing over here. But it's more, it's mostly people who you know are in in the situation I was in, or you know, um, are in a situation where they want to, where they maybe they need to improve. Yeah. And so it's never a oh well, let me get some contact information. Let me find out you know some more about your trainer or you know what types of exercises are you doing? What types of food are you eating? What like what is your workout regimen like? It's never a. They never try to dig deeper. They just want that. What they want to. I think they want to hear something that is extreme and extravagant, so that that maybe that can validate their reason for not wanting to do it. So they be like, oh, oh, that sounds like a lot. I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. But when it comes to they want they want you to say, uh, yeah, I started running six miles a day, or you know, I'm doing. I'm doing intermittent fasting. You know, I only eat Mm -hmm. 20 minutes a day. (laughs) I eat one meal. They want to hear something that's so, it's so stressful and hard that they know they can't implement it into their life. And then that gives them an excuse and validates maybe where they are. So yeah, that's a good point. It it just gets quiet. Mm -hmm. So when you're out at a social event or gathering and you see someone who knows your journey and you reach for that cookie or that punch and they ultimately come to you and say oh i, I thought you stopped eating that oh, oh yeah I, I, I didn't i didn't know you could have that anymore that or is the, should, that or, is or should you should you be eating that aren't you trying to do x y and z yeah come on yep. lady come yeah. on guy that that is the sarcasm front of me because now they have they feel as though you put yourself in a superior situation you have basically through your habits not your words said that i am quote unquote, better than you. And that was never your goal. Your goal is to better yourself. Mm -hmm. But because you've constantly in front of them made better choices to improve yourself, which just don't match their choices. Now somebody feels like they can pick on you and say, well, you're not supposed to be doing that or you're not supposed to do this. But really the only reason you're having success is because of moderation. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're like, yeah, I'm eating a cookie today because it's the only cookie I'm eating all week. Right. So let me enjoy it. <laughs> not, <laughs> Fall not, back. Not only that, but I I just when I woke up this morning, I did a workout. I did some correct. I did X, Y, and Z. I drank my water. Yep. I had you know breakfast. I had some vegetables and some protein. And lunch, I had some vegetables and protein. Yeah. Now it's well, let my hair down a little bit. Exactly, and that's what life is. You still have to live, like you said. You're not, you're not going to go life whatever without ever eating a donut again. Um, and that's something I've experienced a lot to where I would go out with friends or we would go hang out or whatever. And, you know, maybe going to a, a, a restaurant or a, a bar or something like that, or even hanging out late. And I, I've, I've eaten two jumbo slices in a night. If anybody from this area knows I've eaten two of them at the end of the night, guess what? I did everything I was supposed to do that day. Probably. <laughs> yep. I, I done worked out. I might have did some hit cardio. I done had a great healthy lunch, breakfast, smoothie. Guess what? I'm gonna enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> but what happens is people only see what they see, right? Right. And then sometimes they can get disillusions and go, uh, man, that guy eats whatever he wants. It's not fair. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people do, especially in these right. work work environments. They only see you for maybe one meal. And then they go, man, that dude or that woman, you know, she just eats whatever she wants and it's not fair. And that, and that again, gives them another excuse to not try as hard because 
they think these people out here are magical uh, aliens and human beings. You know, they think that people just don't, the rules don't apply to certain people. And that's not true. Are some people have, do some people have better uh, genetic potential to be lean? Yes. But I don't worry about that because I can't control it. I can't go back in time and control who, who my parents are. Neither can you. So why would you worry about that? So really, when, when you see that person maybe eating a burger for lunch or whatever, and they have a six pack, you don't know what they do outside of that. Mm-hmm. And if you think that they're not doing healthy habits, possibly, then you're probably wrong. Or maybe that person is, and I've seen this before, because just because somebody's lean doesn't mean they have the knowledge and uh, doesn't mean they're being their most healthy self or even working efficiently. Because I've seen people that are really lean and they do stupid stuff like eat once a day or run six miles every day or they skip, you know, they skip meals and do whatever just to stay lean. But they could be doing it a, a more efficient, simpler way, but they still choose to do it that way. Right. So you could even be witnessing a person like that to where this person's eating this one meal in front of you. He's not going to eat dinner. He's going to go run six miles later. And then you go, it's not fair. Well, it kind of is fair because he is sacrificing and still putting themselves in that caloric deficit that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's so important to, to really lock in and don't lose sight of the rules that we talk about um, in terms of weight loss really don't lose sight of your own goals. And then that will stop you from bothering somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I say to myself, man. Like yeah. I, I see people, if I want to talk to them about it, I, I engage in that healthy fitness type of talk and kind of figure out kind of what they're doing, seeing how that help is helping them. And yeah, I, know I might give a little bit of my opinion or give a little bit of what I've been going through. Um, and then that's, and then we go about our merry way. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Because no at, at the end of the day, it oh, should be a short. Support. It should be a short discussion because right. you're not going to change anybody's mind. Um, right. I've I've even shortened how much I talk about it with people, whether it be strangers or even friends or people passersby. You know, to where I mean, I, I've been in an Uber and a person asks, you know, hey. Uh, oh, you're a trainer or whatever, you know, just small talk or something. And then they start asking me a question of, hey, man, how do I get rid of this gut or whatever, right? And then I tell them, uh, you need to work on your diet. Just real food choices. Yeah, but what about, what about uh, like, what exercises? What crunches? It's like, I don't have time to go back and explain uh, <laughs> targeting fat loss. And uh, I mean, I wish, I, I, this would be great now because I can just be like, hey, go listen to episode three. Right. <laughs> of my podcast and then th- that would be helpful but yeah. i wish i had i wish i had that back then right because really that's what it is it, it's a short conversation you want to make these changes hey man uh here's the information go do it There's, we don't really need to talk about it for 30 minutes yeah definitely, um, definitely. But, but let's talk about the intentional the intentional frenemy these people are somewhat uh diabolical um if we go back to that law analogy these are the murderers Mm. This, is, this is you you are not this is premeditated mm. <laughs> and these people i find when when you have your goals and they're not being helpful and they're they're being uh they're stopping you preventing you throwing hurdles in your way uh they're basically playing mario kart with you <laughs> so, uh Turn, throwing that turtle shell at you. Yeah, you, you're like, oh, I'm about to get to the finish line. Bam! Mm, banana <laughs> Come pit. on. Banana Come on, pit. man. Uh, the, the reasons why possibly is 
they're 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 jealous they're either jealous of the success that you've already had or they're just jealous of your strength to acknowledge a need for change because mm. that's huge just saying i need to change is a step in itself so that means it's not in denial anymore and somebody who's really close to you could still be in denial of a situation and now they're jealous of that because you're strong they're not and you know they say misery loves company so if i don't they don't have anybody to go out on the smoke break with anymore right they want to pull you into it you're just like hey man i'm trying to stop smoking clearly it <laughs> it can increase the chances of lung cancer i want to be done with it but come Tuesday, they're going to ask you, hey, man, let's go get a smoke. Is that really your friend? Right. I'm just, just trying come, to kill you. Just come stand out, just come stand out here with me. Let's just yeah, talk. just come out. Come, come catch this second hand. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that is, that goes back to my phrase, they trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you. Your coworker, if you look at it in that way, they're trying to kill you. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, you know, they're not literally stabbing you, but from a, a long-term poisoning situation. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So they could be jealous. Um, your goals and your, your, the way you're being positive and talking could reveal some insecurities within themselves so that now you basically have held up a mirror to them. Whenever they talk to you, they're looking in a mirror, um, for you to use your example, Ernest, you were, you were, you were severely overweight. And you need to make some changes. So let's say you're talking to another person who is severely overweight. Mm -hmm. When you start talking about yourself, they're going to view you as talking about them as well. Mm -hmm. And that can stir up some emotions and feelings. And you don't even mean to do that. You may be, you know, have their best interest by sharing your experience and talking about yourself. And especially for me, I'm hard on myself. So I actually have to watch how I speak about myself to other people because somebody may think that I think that about them. Mm -hmm. to, for me to be like, oh, you know, I gained five pounds, I'm getting fat or whatever. And then somebody else who may be not as fit as me, in their head, they're going, well, this guy thinks I'm fat. He thinks I'm lazy. Right. And I'm just being hard on myself. Right. Because I only, I'm only in competition with myself. Mm -hmm. And if you have that mindset, then you won't have those feelings um, when somebody else is talking to you. So, yeah. Uh, when when you when you were speaking to other people, did you ever feel that? I, I don't think so. As far as people that were intentionally trying to undermine my success or my process or my willingness to want to make a change for myself, um, but with speaking to people about my journey and the successes that I did have, if they were people who perhaps wanted to or needed to. Uh, make a change themselves, it was, I don't think they felt as if I was talking to them or about them. Uh, it was never expressed that way to me. And if, and if they did, then I hope, I hope that wasn't the case because my whole, my whole point in this whole process was initially just to, I wanted to be healthier and happier for, for me and my family. I, I would talk to people and it was never a, you need to do this or you should, you should try doing this. It would, it would be more along the lines of, you know, this is what I'm doing. Um, or if they made a comment, I, I let them open the door most of the time. Like we talked about in that first episode, when you came and you, and you broached that subject with me, I had to make the choice and decision to ultimately do it. 
right? Yeah. Yep. I had I had to make the choice to to jump out there and say, you know what, this is what I need to do. So no matter how much you feel about it, no matter how much people around you kind of kind of push you in that direction, it's ultimately your choice to to roll with it and to go through it and to and to pursue it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are, we did mention the intentional person, but sometimes people kind of slide back and forth. But what I was mentioning was the, the, the insecurities that come up. Usually that, that is the unintentional person. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it can be either or, but yeah, like you said, it's a personal, personal, uh, decision. And when you made that decision, that takes us to another point. The friend of me may not be ready for the new you. Mm. So I like old Ernest. <laughs> that's a that's a word. That's a word right there. I like old Ernest. I don't like new Ernest. Come on, man. I'm trying to get some wings and watch the game. Listen. Come on. <laughs> what? Sometimes, I, I, I sometimes I don't want to eat celery and drink water with you, Ernest. This new Ernest. This dude, man, he's no fun. I'm Listen, trying to. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. The old Ernest is still in here. So sometimes the new Ernest has to talk to the old Ernest. Exactly. And be like, listen. We this ain't this ain't what we doing tonight. You know we gonna we gonna do this instead. You know the yeah. old Ernest, yeah, the, the old Ernest is still here. Yeah, and so that's why that's what makes it even harder when you have outside forces pulling that old Ernest to the Correct. surface. Correct. You know, because I'm I'm fighting the old Ernest myself. Exactly. And so when you're when you're helping the old Ernest, Good you know point. it makes it makes it even harder. You yeah. know. Yeah. 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 They 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 want. <laughs> They don't like Buddy Love. Hey, <laughs> they want Professor Clump. Listen, man. And I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get in that sports car, baby. <laughs> we don't want no issues. <laughs> yeah, that is that is that's a good point because uh, we all are all we all are facing internal conflict uh, to better ourselves, and our environment can either help or harm us in that journey so these people may not be ready for the new you and then they may want to pull away you know it's like hey i want to go whatever it be sunday football and i want to sit at the bar for four hours and and pound drinks and watch fan uh, watch all the games because and talk about fantasy and you're like no i got better things to do right now and then your relationship with that person might fall off Mm -hmm. because you have new goals for yourself and they're just not ready for the, the new you because really, if that's your really good friend, they're going to find other ways to interact with you. Right. They're going to say, hey, man, that's great that you're not doing this right now, but uh, swing through this day or let's go, let's go do this. Um, it doesn't have to be on their terms or whatever that, that environment that you are trying to make a change with. Right. Um, so and that, and that could be this is where it gets close, you know, where it could be that spouse, that person in home, because your home is your comfort zone. And. Let's say, for example, somebody we watch our shows and drink some wine and, uh, you know, whatever it is, it's that comfort zone. And you say, hey, I want to I want to change this a little bit. Uh, right. Maybe Sunday nights I want to watch one show and, and then read a book. If that person is not ready for the new you. It's going to be some drama. It's going right. to be some conflict because yeah. they don't want to sit on the couch and watch that show by themselves with a glass of wine while you're in the back reading your book. Definitely. And, and you're going to have to have that conversation. Um, and all these things tie in. They all tie in together, whether it be, whether it be the jealousy, the insecurity, uh, the not, they're not prepared for the new you. That all ties in. Um, so I guess what I like to always 
say is if, if we're going to talk about issues and problems, we need strategies. We need strategies for solutions. Uh, we can't just talk about problems without solutions. So uh, what are some solutions and how can we deal with frenemies? Because they're going to be there. They're going to be, it's going to be a part of life. How do we uh, succeed and how do we deal with them and navigate with them and then possibly even uh, uh, turn these negative experiences into a positive one. Um, my number one solution is what's, what's the Raiders uh, owner? The, uh, the Raiders investor? <laughs> it was... Uh, is it Al Davis? Al, Al Davis was the original Al Davis. owner, he, but he, he's passed away since. Yeah, and he used to say, just win, baby, right? Just win, baby. Yep. Just win. I, that's an interesting phrase coming from the Raiders, but... Uh, <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> he was like, just home. win twice this season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, just win, baby. That's, that's really all you can do because everybody loves a winner. If you are being successful, let's say you start your journey and you are killing it six months in, eight months in, everybody who was a friend of me, everybody who was uh, throwing hurdles in your way, if they're really your friend, they're going to come back around because you've established uh, boundaries. You've, you've told them that this is what I'm doing. And now they have a high uh, level of respect for you and your decisions mm -hmm. because you are sticking to your guns and people respect people who do that, whether they agree or not, they go, this is what they're doing. And I have a lot of respect for that. So they know that they can't sway you. They know that they can't pull the old you out anymore. Uh, they know that you have set boundaries on your time, whether it be your schedule and they say, man, this person is one, doing great. They're doing better for themselves. And I, they're truly my friends, so I'm happy for them. And then also they say, man, you're, you're, you're kind of inspiring me a little bit. Maybe I can make some changes, some small changes within my own life. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to come back around. And they're going to come back and say, hey, man, you know, how are you doing? I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, let's catch up. And when it's time to catch up or do uh, something like that, it's going to be on your terms. It's going to be a walk in the park or a whatever leisurely, leisurely activity it can be, whether you guys go play tennis and hit the ball around, whether it be uh, just go shoot some hoops instead of being in a possibly toxic environment, maybe, you know, it could just be something more health conscious versus something that was detrimental to you previously. And right. those people will come back around because if they're your friends, they're going to miss you. They're going to want to, be in your life and they just had to get through that adjustment period mm -hmm. so so really when you win for yourself you are you're raising the bar you are raising the bar for your social circle and then what happens when two three four people raise the bar now maybe you didn't have to get new friends maybe everybody's just doing better and it's right. a better uh, a better environment right um but sometimes it takes one sometimes it takes two and then it can be that positive peer pressure. And I've used that phrase before. Uh, instead of, you know, peer pressuring somebody to do something negative, hey, man, come try this new food. Or, hey, you know, take, take another it. drink. Don't go home early. It could be the reverse. Right. It could be the reverse. So when you win and you set boundaries, uh, that's really going to help you deal with these people. What about you, Ernest? What do you think uh, some solution? So when... When you have those friends, you have to have conversations. I think sit down, talk to them, let them know what they're doing that may be detrimental to you, but also build them up. 
talk to them, show them, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. Like you said, open up that, that avenue for you guys to maybe work out together or do more healthy things together. Uh, we have a, uh, a group called the core at my church. And so we do workouts. We do, um, workouts together, whether it be uh, on Zoom, we have there's somebody who might show us do a Zoom workout, or we'll have a group workout at the at our church. Okay, but we have that we we, we make sure that we are supporting each other in our that's great, fit, our fitness goals and things like things like that, as well as, you know, outside things, other activities that we can do that just that's that are just for fun, you know, yeah. whether it be game nights and things like that. So it's not all centered around health and fitness. But there are parts of it where we come and we can talk to each other about those things. Okay. Whether, whether it be, you know, make sure we're drinking our water or, you know, whether what, what types of workouts can we do for certain things. And, you know, I had to, you know, talk to them about, you know, that you can't target fat burning and things like that. But again, uh, I'll make sure that they listen to the, our episodes when, <laughs> when those come up. But all those things are, are beneficial because it helps build that community around you. You know, you want, you want to be able to have, you want to be able to go to people who are like-minded and express yourself to them and have positive uh, feedback, you know? So, and the best place to have that is at home. But if you can't get that at home, you got to make sure you build those people around you. So if your friend, if your friends and your family aren't um, supportive in that, okay, eventually, hopefully they will come around. But in the meantime, you know, when you're at the gym, talk to somebody, you know, yeah. build, build a relationship with, uh, with somebody that you see is doing things that you want to do. Yeah. That's a great point. Uh, when you're, when you're in those environments and you're new to the gym or you're new to, uh, just a different, maybe you're doing a class or something like that. And you start to meet these people, you're going to a yoga class and don't just go in there and shut off and then go back to your old world. And then you're the only person in your world doing yoga it's going to be beneficial to have two or three people that you may can network with, or even if you follow them on social media, you'll see what they're doing and you can establish uh, maybe a bond or a a lighter relationship with this new person. to where now you have somebody doing some more like-minded things with you. So that's Mm -hmm. a good point, Ernest, because what doesn't work is avoidance. Uh, You cannot avoid these situations and you can't try to, tiptoe around it, meaning uh, some solutions or some strategies people have, they will not share their goals with other people. So let's say you went into your office situation, you went into your uh, family situation, whatever, and you just kept all these goals to yourself. Now people don't know how to respect your boundaries. They don't know what you're doing. You just switch up and just stop eating donuts one day. And Hmm. they're constantly asking you, sooner or later, they're going to ask you, why are you not doing these things? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just keep it to yourself. It's, it's, it's not going to work, and you're more likely to fall short and, and quit before you get to your goal. So keeping it to yourself is just never a good solution. I've heard that before. When I played basketball and I was going through high school, college, uh, even playing a little bit after college, my goal was to play at the highest level. And I was never shy about sharing that. I'll share a quick story. When I was in in junior college in Frederick, in Frederick, Maryland, um, we it was it was before a game, and our coach we had a really good team. We would win twenty games a season, and I was there for one year. And it was before a game. The coach was talking about something, and 
we had guys who had were going to go D1, D2, somebody transferred down for a year. Like, this is high-level high basketball. And he said something to the effect of, well, none of you guys are going to make it to the NBA. And it was just in his casual conversation. But he basically told everybody, all his players in that locker room, that none of them would make it to the NBA. Mm. Which, statistically, he is right. He's, he's right statistically, and he, he was right, because last time I checked, nobody in that locker room made it to the NBA. <laughs> but but. <laughs> for you to tell somebody that, for my, for my understanding, now you're telling me not to work as hard. Because mm. if, if I work super, super, super hard, and I work and just, just black out and work hard, if I fall short, I'm still going to be very successful. Mm. I'm still going to have put, in my, put myself in position to be successful if I work really, really, really hard. But if I don't and I show up day to day thinking that I'm, I'm not going to advance and I just put in a basic level, a moderate level of effort, what type of player would I be? What type of person would I be? Right. You can apply that to your own job. If you just show up, punch the clock and go home, you're never going to elevate yourself in that environment. You're never going to get the raise. You're never going to get the management position, whatever you're trying to get. You have to do more. Mm -hmm. So for him to sit there and tell us and go, well, nobody's going to make it to the NBA in this room and you could ask you could ask one of my friends uh he was in the locker room with me I raised my hand and he looked at me like I was crazy and because he knew my personality I didn't even have to say anything right. I, I raised my hand and he goes oh oh you're gonna make it to the NBA and I was like I'm gonna try and then he went on and kept going what he was saying yeah. so after he talked I, I can't remember it was so long ago I know a couple of teammates probably said something and one of my close friends that I went to high school with and he played on the same team with me in my junior college he was like he's like man you're crazy <laughs> but he knows how hard I will work and how serious I took things Absolutely. but he, he thought it was funny and also he probably wasn't surprised right because I, I told this man I said I am I'm gonna try like you're not gonna sit here and tell me that I'm not going to accomplish my goal the only reason I'm at this junior college is to play at a bigger college to play at the higher level. Right. So you basically, you're telling me that I'm not going to be what I want to be. And that is, was he a friend of me? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Right. Uh, but that was something to where you, you have to have a, you have to stand up and verbalize your intentions sometimes mm -hmm. because now the people around you are going to respect you and look at you differently instead of saying, oh, he's average or he has average aspirations. Mm -hmm. They're going to say, okay, well, they taking it seriously. All right. That was something that just another example of to where don't let somebody tell you what you can do or what right. your goals are. What, you, what success is for you. Right? Yeah, no, you set your own boundaries. And if you fall short, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. I think that's part of it. Um, a lot of people don't want to verbalize what they what their goals are because if they fall short, uh, they feel like they're falling short in front of people, mm. and then now they are kind of embarrassed about it. Oh, I you know I I made a big uh, declaration of getting healthy, and then two weeks later they stopped, and now they're embarrassed. Their tails between their legs, and they don't really want to show their face around the people that they uh, made that declaration in mm. front of. So that that's. I understand that, but guess what? Use that as fuel. Use that to push you. Because yep. I, know, I know if you gained 80 pounds back, some people might be scratching their head. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you put yourself in position now to where you're going to honor and live up to what you've uh, pledged yourself to do. 
and you have no problem sharing your goals with people. Right. Um, so yeah, you got to speak up, speak up. Yeah, definitely. I, I think when I, when I started this, I was probably in that category as far as, far as maybe not wanting to share as much, especially yeah. in the beginning, because the path in front of me was so daunting. Yeah. It, was, it was it was a huge. He was looking it, uphill, man. I yeah, ain't gonna lie. It, was, it was a huge. It was a huge undertaking. But you know, now that I've reached such a, a milestone goal, I feel like success is around the corner, so to speak, for me. And putting that out there to the world and letting them know how successful I have been, and the outpouring of love and support, and you know, words of encouragement have has just that's just has motivated me even more you know yeah. to to push forward and to to be more uh conscious and to work harder to try to get this goal um and it, again it's it's not for them so to speak but it it's their their support is definitely motivating yeah. um the my my original intent and the original reasons are still in the forefront of my mind. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it is not about, you know, this podcast It is not about workout with Wayne. And it's not about my friends on Facebook and Instagram and things like that. It, it's still about me. It's still about my family. It's still about my well, son. It, it was the, it's the intrinsic motivation, which we right. talked about. And right. That is, that is, and all these other things are just a byproduct of that by right. you sharing it, whether it be social media, podcasts, whatever, but you're not doing it for those reasons. You're doing it for mm -hmm. the reasons that you stated. Right. Yeah. And so right now people will see, see that transformation and be like, boom, that's success. Like you're good. E. Like just maintain and, you know, keep going and, and you know, you, you perfect the way you are right now. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. Those yeah. words are very kind, but I, I still, I still got a ways to go before I get to where I want to be. Yeah. And when and you he, get there, you're not going to want to stop doing what you're doing because right. you've, you've, you've changed the way you look at these things and it feels good. Mm -hmm. it, it is not a daily burden to do what you're doing, is it? Right. No. no so why would you re revert? Uh, and that's why, you know, I've said earlier, there's no finish line. Mm -hmm. So when you get to whatever, maybe a goal weight or whatever it is, a goal look, uh, anybody else has it, a goals size of clothes or whatever you're still going to keep the healthy habits it's not back to pizza four times a week right. <laughs> once you get there you right. know let me only work out twice a week uh so that's not going that's not going to happen so your success is not around the corner Ernest. your success is now you're living in your success mm. and that's why you get wow the, that's why you're getting the the you're getting the support you're getting the the natural pure-hearted people that are just happy for you, so that type of support. And that's not going to stop because you they're, they're not waiting for you to get to a point of success. They're seeing you being successful right now. Mm. Um, so let's wrap this one up. This one went a little bit longer, but the, a very important topic. So um, to really wrap it up, there are frenemies out there. there are, they can be in your family. They can be your spouse. You can be in a relationship with them. You could be, you could be a parent and be a frenemy to your child. Mm. So really, if you, you want to take a look at yourself and others listening to this episode and say, am I being a frenemy to others? And why am I possibly stopping somebody else from hitting their goals? What, what's going on with me? Am I insecure? Am I jealous? Am I uh, missing something in my life? That's a possibility. 
And then if you can identify these other people who are frenemies within your life, maybe you can, uh, you don't have to cut them off. Maybe distance yourself for a little bit after you have a conversation with them, but you, you have to be aware of who these people are so that you can get to where you need to get to. For the most part, there's not going to be any severe situations maybe, uh, to where you have to do an extreme cutoff, like I'm done with you, never talk to you ever again. Right. Um, but really just identify and these people can change. There's hope for you frenemies out there. There's hope, you can change. You can do it. <laughs> you can be a better person. You can be happy for somebody else. You, it doesn't even mean that you're changing your own goals. It could just mean you're changing your attitude towards that other person. Mm. And you are being more supportive. And you know, it's not crickets when they share something that is uh, going well for them. Because that should never be the case. Right. Uh, you would never be like, <laughs> hey, I just, uh, I, I, just got, I just got my doctorate degree. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, hey, uh, what, what do you want to do for lunch? <laughs> right. Uh, because it, that's what happens when somebody goes, hey, I just, uh, you know, whatever. I lost 20 pounds or I'm in a new dress size or I, I, I'm 20 days without sugar. And you give them the crickets or the change of uh, topic. Mm. You're, you're not being a good friend. Mm. You're not being a good friend. So I hope some of these personal experiences were able to help. Yes. Uh, we want less frenemies out there. We want less uh, frenemies within the family, especially if you are within the family, please have those conversations. Please get on the right page with your loved ones so that everybody can be stronger inside. <laughs> See how I did that? <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. And until next time. Yep, we out. Thank you for listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then subscribe. Make sure you stay connected with us via social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Stronger Inside Podcast. Remember, every like, comment, and share spreads the message of health, fitness, and wellness.